we're just going to talk about uh, maybe what we're doing at the game, what we see other people doing, and uh, some of the community things that are going on, and uh, what Upland has planned for us going forward. Uh, we're going to go forward with Cleveland uh, probably pretty soon. So I've got Ryan's block with me. This is RB, and uh, we've got a host of subjects here today. We're going to talk about Chicago. We're going to talk about the difficulty of bringing scale to blockchain, uh, which is something that we've seen uh, just lately. And it's sort of a continuation, I guess, uh, from what's happened previously with city launches. And uh, we're going to talk property development and, and Spark. And uh, what have we seen so far and how that's, uh, how that's working? So RB, uh, first, thanks for, for joining us, joining me today. And uh, you're a spark whale. Yeah, yeah, six point zero three spark. Yeah, wow, spark. Watching, I'm watching the the giveaway from all the contests they had last week, and the wheel spinning, and boof, RB Ryan block the two. Nice. Yeah, I received some nice congratulations in Discord. Yeah, so what are you doing with the extra spark or, or with all your spark? Are you you must be developing property or are are you renting it out? Yeah, right now I'm uh developing an apartment building in Sherwood. And then I also wanted to rent some of it out. Um I signed myself up for some spark auctions in the uh UCM uh auction channel there. Yeah, with the that's the chicken tooth that's um yeah, Chicken Tooth and Doctor Jackal. Yeah, they they or run Jekyll. a good they run a good server there. Yeah, I've made uh, quite a few property purchases, and uh, today I blew quite a bit of money buying some Spark. Myself. Oh, so you're getting your your building finished uh, faster. It's gonna look good in uh, how long? That takes. Man, I I started a house. And I put like. Uh, well, I did a bunch of different things. Anyways, now I'm back to just trying to finish one house. And it's going to take about five days or something. Um, an apartment building looked like it was going to be eight times that. Yeah, apartment buildings, are uh, they take 5,800 hours. Um, there was something I, really, I wanted to mention really quickly. Uh, the Spark auctions that I'm, I signed myself up for, it, it, you can do them either Apex or you can do them crypto or USD like PayPal. Um, you can choose your payment preferred payment method. So the Spark that I'm going to rent out for a week, you have to sign up for uh, seven days. And I'm going to get my money in PayPal rather than UpEx. Oh, yeah. Okay. So auctions. Okay. And how do they do that? Is it? Um, it's like just between bid? you and the, the buyer. They set oh, up their okay, little bot you. and then you make uh, private arrangements. So the, the seller of the Spark gets to choose what currency in Bitcoin or, or whatever that they want back in return. Yeah. Which I find really yeah. neat. And so, the, so it's, it's, of course, uh, the more specific you are, the less uh, bidders there will be. And maybe I've noticed today that USD sold for less expensive prices than UpEx did for uh, similar amounts of Spark. Yeah, you see that around the property market, too. Uh, the USD um, in some places tends to have a discount to the UPX price. That's a great, uh, great area to speculate in. If and if I had a, a little bit more money to spend, I would definitely want to be buying 
those uh, fiat listings and those fiat sparks because uh, those are some great deals. Yeah, great deals. Uh, it's uh, I keep hunting around for great deals, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, an awful lot of fun. Then you can see that there's action in the marketplace, too, because I get offers on my properties just sort of out of the blue, too. And there's not a whole lot that I accept, but I always take a look at them. I'm always a little worried I'm going to hit the wrong button when I get the offer. So a lot of properties, when I put them for sale, I just take off the option to to offer. And yeah, you and I were talking about that the other day. And so today I noticed when I was clicking accept on my properties back today, I got a confirm option, which I found to be a little bit annoying. But I took note of our conversation the other day um, where we could. Uh, where where you were worried about maybe clicking accept um, on a bad offer. But now they have, I think, I don't know if you had it, but at least I had it today where you could confirm yes or no. I I, I think that might have always been there. I just had a really bad experience once and um, I don't trust myself with those buttons. You know, I just don't trust myself. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Even I don't trust myself. And uh, I consider myself a little techie guy. Uh, so like uh chicago let's uh talk the first thing sort of on the on the discussion today was chicago uh which opened up in vanilla mode uh what about a week and a half ago and had a pretty mad rush into uh what uh people i guess expect to be uh, not just collection areas but you know the downtown cores that in real life uh, big properties, the hotels, I think uh, museums all got sort of scoured over and and historical buildings. Um, you know, the list, you can find that on Wikipedia. It's an easy research. Um, and if they, I mean, Chicago's got history, so you got to think there's going to be a Chicago historic collection in there too. And we're not going to know, I guess, for a week until the collection reveal, which you mentioned earlier, the so I think if I understand this right, they're going to release the collections that are completely minted out. I believe completely minted out. I'm not sure if maybe even um, near minted out, they might release them still. And with the delay, um, who knows if it's even close to all of them. But uh, yeah, the safe assumption is minted out collections for now being released. I was taking a look around uh, some of the districts and like they're minted out for non FSA players, but quite a few of those districts still have, you know, a dozen or three dozen or something FSA properties left in it. Um, The obvious stuff for collections. And and I, I'm not sure what they're going to do with Chicago because Chicago is a different beast than Manhattan. And I think people that are following the Manhattan example to a T are going to find Chicago to be different. It's 10 times bigger in terms of properties. Mm-hmm. Um, like in Manhattan, like the red collections, the, the, the rarest ones like Houston street, I think is the rarest red in the game. Maybe one of the historic districts, one of the historic properties is too. Um, but like those Houston's, there's a hundred. Like, is it going to be ten times that in Chicago? So it'll be a thousand properties 
in a red. I don't district. believe so. I believe their standards will stay the same whether or not a city has five hundred thousand properties or fifty thousand properties. Red collections are red collections. Um, I do not think that Chicago's prices will match New York's prices either. No, there's just way too many properties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and and New York is New York. It's like Manhattan. I would think that that's got to be attractive to absolutely everybody that um, plays the game. And when you have to go to Manhattan to do something for a community or a scavenger hunt or whatever it is, you're going to need a property in Manhattan or else you have to rent, rent one, I guess. This is something I just thought about right now, actually. I thought maybe it was kind of cool. Um because if they stay true to their collection standards, how many properties make up what color, Chicago might even see no red collections, if not all, all streets, um, and see a lot more orange collections than any other city because of the amount of properties, if not purple collections. I, I can definitely see the reds being uh, all streets or else individual buildings. Like um, historic Chicago might be a red. Uh, yeah, but uh, there are no districts though, because the districts are too big. Maybe, maybe you get a Dumbo kind of district, but then Brooklyn is, you know, tier two, and uh... yeah, there's no real comparison. Like San yeah, Francisco, it's a financial district, and San Francisco is a red. But there's there's no properties, there's no districts in in Manhattan. I guess the best the best districts are Little Italy, right? Mm-hmm. Tribeca and Tribeca, Soho. Right. Yeah, so the the districts kind of get shuffled to the orange level, like San Francisco. We've got the Knob Hills, and we've got Seacliff. Uh, in Manhattan, we've got those three: the Tribeca and. Uh, so maybe we'll see three or or maybe there'll be six um, oranges or something. That might be interesting. Maybe what they'll do. San Francisco had 18 collections, I think. Uh, don't quote me, but um, Manhattan had 24, even though it was. Size. It got 24 collections. Maybe Chicago's going to get 48 collections. Okay. Wow, that's a lot. I don't think 48. I think maybe 24 as well. I think it'll be a tier one city with 24 collections. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing what the first ones they reveal are, especially if they're all minted out. That's good. Then there's no uh, crazy action. Hopefully people get their stuff off the market right before um, the collection reveal so you don't lose a street that you had no idea was going to be a street collection mm-hmm. or something and uh, i thought it as to you know how many collections they're going to bring out and how big those collections are going to be right yeah so what uh, what what are you speculating about collections? Like, are you looking at um, okay, if it's the streets that might be you know sort of those uh, scratch and wins? Um, what I a bought a of house street 
a house street. I don't know if um that one came across your screen at all. How street? Mm-hmm. No, no, I didn't see it. All right, okay. Um, that's about the only street. Maybe I was looking at Fullerton, uh, just because that was the very first upland property released in Chicago. But um, thinking back on some previous words by the developers, I don't like to interfere with potential um, placements of collections. So maybe Fullerton was the best guess. And uh, otherwise, I don't, I'm not really speculating too much on collections. I know Gold Coast is a really nice area. So I bought a property in there just uh, the other day. But otherwise, I have some downtown and uh, random places all over Chicago. How about you? What do you got? Well, you know, I kind of missed all the, the, the real speculative minting that went on when Chicago first went live. Well, you know, once again, I'm too slow on stuff. Um, so I didn't really get anything in the core. I managed to pick up a gold, one gold coast property, uh, just so I don't, you know, get real upset if it becomes a collection. Um, and it might, because it's an expensive part of town. Actually, you know, the one that I really went to, um, I took a couple of good swings here. I went up to Sheffield and DuPaul. I kind of looked up on the internet, uh, you know, expensive neighborhoods in Chicago, and it was a realtor's website, and it just put Sheffield and DuPaul in the top 1%, which is where sort of the loop is, and uh, not even the loop. Um, oh, interesting. Rush, okay. I bought one there the other day because of you. Yeah. So I, I got about a, I got a bunch of those. And then I went down Division Street because Russian Division. Uh, sounded like I had to pick up a couple of properties with some uh, some expensive um, outlays, uh, but I, you know, I think they're going to be good. And I don't think Russian Division is going to be a a collection. There's just not enough properties. It, uh, it would almost be an ultra rare in Chicago, and it's a cutout, and they usually don't put collections into these cutouts on the map uh, so things like boys town and greek town which are these little districts they're cutouts sort of remind me of koreatown and rose hill and the little cutouts in manhattan and they didn't make any of those collections so they make the collections yeah. in manhattan like around the historical growth of the city it's all down in the bottom half of Manhattan where it's expensive yeah so that's kind of what I did for collections and we'll see how it uh, I, I looked at both of them I looked at Division Street um, but it's not minted out at all so, so that's not going to be one of them that they release and did you say you were buying Division Streets aftermarket no I've been minting them the whole way and oh, I've sold right. a couple yeah Hey, who knows? Just because it's not released right away doesn't mean it's not a collection down the line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this yeah, week, no one, uh, no when they knows. released the, yeah, this week when they release the collections, it's going to be, uh, that'll be an event. Uh, some people are going to make bank on their speculation. I, I've got myself spread out all over the place. Uh, hopefully, out of these, uh, how many did I? I got about seven hundred properties, I think. 
Hopefully wow. a couple of them, hopefully a couple of them hit the collection reveal. So I don't get the uh, trigger finger and feel like I've missed out and have to go buy something. Yeah. Yeah. To me, honestly, anything in Chicago will be very valuable at some point in time. So I think anything you put into the floor will be very, very rewarding. Don't worry about those collections if you miss them. Yeah, such a big city. Wow. And with the pace of reveals, of uh, city reveals coming up, um, we might not have a situation like we had uh, a couple months ago where there was nothing to mint. And uh, Oakland's $12 to $5 floor. Yeah. That was a good lesson. I learned some of that. Yeah, picked some up too quickly and um, bailed on that. Bailed on them. I know I've had a couple people reach out to me in Discord and say, you know, I looked up the property history and like you sold this at a two dollar loss or a two thousand upx loss. Like how how come? Like well, because I didn't want it anymore. <laughs> I should not have bought it. It's better that kind of to one of the, the money. Isn't that kind of one of the best lessons, though, when you just keep looking at this stuff and you go, okay, I don't know that I thought enough through when I bought it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It comes with, you got to, you live and you learn. It comes with everything. I've got Upix and I'm going to go spend it. Right. And whatever is uh, shiny right now is, you know, what I'm going to go spend it on. So I'm, I'm trying to keep myself out of that habit. And I'm, I'm trying to do what Dizzy does I'm in Chicago. I am just minting all over the place. I think I'm trying to get up to about six or seven. This is Sunday, June 20th, and these are just the facts on Upland. We're in Chicago with 106% markup. Bakersfield, 103% on the floor. Staten Island is 118%. Oakland, 106%. Brooklyn, 136%. Manhattan, 135%. San Francisco, 142%. And that's in Noe Valley. Fresno, 145%. That's the highest in the game. Cheapest per property in Upex will go from cheapest to most expensive. Chicago, $3, sorry, 3,200 Upex. Staten Island, 4,200 Upex. Brooklyn, 4,500 Upex. Bakersfield, 4,500 Upex. Oakland, 5,500 Upex. Fresno, 5,000 Upex. San Francisco, 15,000 Upex. Manhattan, 43,000 Upex. Fiat prices are a good deal less right across the board, 10 to 20% in cases. That's Sunday, June 20th.